Hey everyone, welcome back with your hosts, Emily, Carrie, and Lauren. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about tarot and oracle cards and just kind of in general, how we use them in our daily practices. There's so many different, especially with tarot cards, I feel like there's so many different ways and techniques and there's so much to learn. And I just want to also, you know, make it clear that I know that I myself am still very much learning specifically tarot and I just started very recently especially on my lives reading oracle cards without actually pulling the book out and reading the card like I'm really trying to be more intuitive and intentional when I read both of those so I know for me with tarot cards I (laughs) I'll be honest there was a time where I was getting readings not only doing readings on myself but also getting readings from other people multiple times a week multiple times a week from different readers from myself and I think it's really important especially with any type of psychic reading but with tarot readings too every reader is different Mm -hmm. and some people really like hone in on the definitions of the cards some people really use their intuition when reading it so it's so important to use your own discernment and I also recommend before going to another reader or to another psychic for a reading that you learn how to pull cards on yourself and you really like sit with yourself with those cards because I know for me when I was kind of going through that episode of getting like four to five readings a week don't judge me we've all been there I mean it's gotten a hell of a lot better but it was like we're just you know we are always looking for answers outside of ourselves and we forget that tarot or oracle or whatever form of divination you're using is a tool it's just a tool to help us it's not the end-all be-all it's not as black and white as you may think so it's so important to use your own discernment and also to find somebody that kind of matches your style too because everybody does it differently so now I do about one spread on myself a week and it's so funny because when I read on TikTok I don't do tarot spreads at all I do let the cards fly the way I shuffle I let the cards fly and as they come out I lay them literally in a line and then I I almost look at it like I'm looking down on a spotlight and whatever card jumps out at me first I read that way Mm -hmm. and I just I kind of let it flow but when I'm doing cards on myself I can't do it that way it's so funny I have to actually have a spread because I feel like we know so much about ourselves yeah and we know so much about the situations that we're reading on or that we're looking for guidance on that it's you it's it's hard to do it that way so a spread kind of helps guide you in questions that you're asking but tarot is never ending there's so much to learn I still am learning I'm going to be learning forever I feel like you could look at those cards for the rest of your life and still not know the complexity there's so much involved so how about you guys how how often do you read for yourselves that's that's really funny you brought up about like using the spreads for yourself because I I also I guess I just never thought of it that way that like you know whenever I'm doing them and a card pops out this happened yesterday when I was doing the Samhain spread that we just posted I always do it for myself too just to make sure it makes sense and I like it before you know telling other people to use it but when cards pop out while I'm doing that and it's not in the like I take those as oh this is something I need to hear now and then I set it aside but then I also just do like my spread and I I usually do spreads for either holidays moon phases or if if I'm going through it and I just need it I'll kind of go through and I'll find 
find a more general spread. The ones for like the holidays and moons, like they usually have like a theme to them. So if it's something that I need for right now, that's not going to be as helpful, I think, for as like one of my like go-to general ones. But I, I too, I mean, there was a long time that, I mean, I would like, I have been guilty of doing spreads and be like, "Mm, I don't like that. That doesn't even make any sense. Start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, that I laid that wrong. That flew out. I I just don't like that. And I and I wish I would have taken a picture of it or written it down because I'm sure that was exactly what I needed to hear or know. And that's why I was like, I don't like it. Yep, guilty of that too. And I think too, like that's a really good point of we see certain cards as being bad and certain cards as being good. And really, when you really think about it, there's no bad cards. There's some Mm -hmm. uncomfortable cards. But a lot of times I find like my least favorite card in the whole deck is the Ten of Swords. And my guides know that and they torture me with that card. But is it really that bad? Sure, he's laying face down with Ten Swords in his back bleeding out. But it also Mm -hmm. represents coming to an end of that yeah. defeat so yeah you're at, you're kind of at like rock bottom but hey look at the bright side it's only up from here yeah, <laughs> right. right the only way up from the bottom yeah the only way from the bottom is up there you yeah. go and everybody's terrified of the tower but the mm-hmm. tower yeah like it's it's shitty when you're going through it but it, it was rocky foundation to start building on in the first place so that t- that was always gonna fall it was always yeah. gonna it was just a matter of when and then once it falls I feel like a lot of times when we're going through so just for the listeners that don't know the tower card is all about chaos and things feeling like they're falling apart in your life so when you're going through a really hard time or you feel like you're running into one obstacle after the next and you're just feeling like your life is a little bit out of control what does that force you to do it forces you to really assess what's going on where am I putting my energy where is my energy better served do I need to prioritize? Do I need to organize? Do I need maybe I have people in my life that aren't treating me the way that I deserve. So it make it forces you to reflect. And I think a lot of times we're so hesitant for the tower and we're constantly resisting it because we perceive it as being a bad thing. But if we just let that tower fall, then we allow for new energy to come into our lives and to allow new experiences and new people. And it gets better because what's the card after the tower? It's the star. And and the star is all about new beginnings and new energy. So there's really not a bad card in tarot, I don't think. And I think people are just so afraid of things ending. Anything and everything ending. But when it comes to things having their term and that if you think about like a harvest, when you're cutting back on the things that are dead, you're making room for new things to grow. It's okay for the tower to come out and be like, you know, that part's over and it's yeah. okay to be over and you do don't have to get apologies. You don't have to even offer forgiveness. You can just move on. That part can be done. You made it. Here's your new path. Let's not rebuild the tower on the same cliff. (laughs) Yeah, right. That foundation, that foundation isn't stable and that's fine. And it probably wasn't stable to begin with. And so make a new one, find better ground. Right. Breach. 
Em, talk to us about your experiences with tarot. I started by watching tarot readers on YouTube giving collective readings. That's kind of how I learned and taught myself. I guess starting off self-taught, but then I did take a class with Tarot by the Sea staff, and that helped a lot with the card meanings. But yeah, I probably pull cards on myself or situations in my life multiple times a week. It's kind of like second nature now. I'm still learning how to intuitively read for sitters and like the collective, but I definitely have it down for myself. Do you guys remember your first experience with with tarot cards? Oh, yeah. The first time you ever like came across them or used them? Oh, I was looking up the meanings on Google. Like I'd pull the card, I'd jot, and I would jot it all down. Like I'd journal it so that when I went back to it, I'd, you know what I mean? Like I would write down Knight of Cups and Reverse, Queen of Wands, upright. And then Did I you just Google. go out and like buy the cards or like? I was given a deck of Celtic cards by a girl that I worked with at the Crisis Center. She had bought a bunch of cards. She brought them in and she's like, pick one. And so I picked the Celtic deck and that's how I started. And I would look up the meanings of the mm-hmm. cards on Google and kind of intuitively relate them to my life and what I was going through. I definitely didn't know what I was doing nearly as much as I do now but that's kind of how I started what about you Carrie honestly tarot did not come into my life believe it or not until like five months ago never in my life touched a tarot deck never in my life I I just recently started incorporating tarot I was very intimidated by it I think and I kind of doubted myself and being able to master it as a divination tool for myself because there's so many meanings behind it it's kind of like astrology where I get so intimidated when it's too much information at once but I something just like kind of told me just to play around with it and to just see what happens and it's like no pressure so I actually bought my first deck on Amazon and I got it and I just remember like opening the package and holding the cards and really feeling like connected to the cards and really feeling like I had done this before this wasn't the first time holding them this wasn't the first time them. like it just felt very familiar to me so I did end up taking a, a mentorship class with Tara by the Sea. Shout out Stephanie. She's amazing. And that really helped boost my confidence. And then I just started like incorporating them into my readings, like right off the bat. But for me, because I learned psychism first and same with Emily, it, it really helped me pick them up a lot quicker than I thought I would because I was already tapped in psychically. So I already had the energy. I already kind of knew what was going on. I was already getting validation from the sitter. And then I would just pull a couple cards and just kind of feel into it to see, you know, if the cards were validating or not. And that's still how I read. And I think that's still how I'm going to continue to read is to tap in psychically first, get the information and then use the cards just as a validation. Or if I miss something and something else comes through, I can in the cards, I can then go back to the sitter and say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. I'm getting from the cards. Is that correct? And if they say yes, then I can dive deeper into that situation. So I really do just I use them as a tool. They're not the star of my of my readings They're not the star of the show. But they're very, very, very helpful, especially for picking up on things that I might not have picked up on psychically to start. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Carrie, what was your first deck? It was just the Rider Wade traditional ass 
deck. It like nothing fancy. And I think that helps too, because it's just the, the pictures in that deck. And then I learned the light sears after that, which I love the light sears deck. But because I think I learned from the traditional first, it's made up the other ones easier. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to see what my first deck was? Yes, of course. course. Mine was the Housewives Tarot. Ooh. They're so funny. I and that's why I got them. I just think they are hysterical. And the little booklet, I mean, I don't know where the booklet is anymore because I use this. I think I'm I'm missing cards too. Like this is now my just my first, but like the seven of swords. It's hysterical. <laughs> I love that. They are they're just oh, this one's really funny. The magician is the laundry or the washing machine sales guy that's always pitching oh his pitch. Stop. Oh my god. They just the stories with them were just so great that I I couldn't resist and I I don't know they were really fun and I think it really helped me to make my own intuition with them because I'm reading them in a different way of like typical I don't know like narratives that come with the the books of them or whatever yeah. how many decks do you guys have god not as many as M I know I don't have that many but I think <laughs> yeah. wise I think I have about seven mm-hmm. I would say I probably have ten or Oracle decks. Yeah. So maybe 17 in total. I'd say maybe between 30 and 40 oh combined. God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, guys- pretty obsessive. But we do need variety for, yeah. for what we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Explain the Oracle cards, I feel like. Tarot is kind of tarot, but Oracle cards, they're also different. Yes. And the messages all are pertaining to, you know, there's healing oracles and then there's abundance oracles. Right. And then there's man, there's all angel oracles and then there's, there's witchy all kinds oracles. of witchy oracles. Yeah, it's just all so different. Well, you guys also use them for your lives and it's cool. I've seen you guys at, at, in different situations be like, you know, I was using this deck, but because of this conversation we're having right now, I'm going to use this deck for you. Yeah, um, right. Like, Carrie, oh God, look, throwing cards. <laughs> Carrie, you've been like, there was, you were just like, I'm going to use this water card. And the person was like, um, it's crazy you say that. And just went on a big, long tangent about their recent situation with water. So like, that's really, it's cool how you guys get to use those things. And you have all these different decks to kind of use spirits guide to be like, for this sitter, I think you should try this. And then it always means something. Yeah. You got an orb around you, Lauren. Something floating around you. I keep seeing it. Me too. Well, I just set up my... Yeah, they're with you. There they are. Yeah. Oh, I almost burned the house down yesterday. I heard. You're going to have to fill us in on that. I mean, I was just setting up my pictures and I thought I had them stable and down went the taper candles lit. And thankfully thankfully they didn't go behind my altar or like it would have just lit and I wouldn't have had time to get them but I just you know casually caught them in my hand and then we I told them all to knock it off and behave and then we went on we our were way good. Good, yeah. yeah. And it's because oh. I wasn't paying attention. I mean, I was, but I was trying to also make content at the same time. And they were like, focus me. on me, not you. Right. Not you. Yeah. Like, hear you loud and clear. Gotcha. You first. Well, for somebody that knows absolutely nothing about what we're talking about, what would you say the difference is between tarot and oracle? I think it has to do with the message. Oracle, to me, has so much content up front. Yes. And the message is delivered almost in 
full. With spreads, there's usually, you know, the general spread for love, for money, whatever. And then you kind of are putting the pieces together by what you pull, what their meanings are, blah, blah, blah. But with the oracle cards, when you get the message... Sometimes you take it as that. You just take it as the message and you really don't have to put much through it. A lot of times there are things that I just needed to hear. Like that, in that moment, I was like, I've cried from Oracle Holes because- Oh, they're so powerful. Yeah. Yes, it's a it's a complete message that I didn't have to think about and put together. And it's just, this is what it is. And I hope you're listening. Yeah, right. Yeah, Requires What do you guys no- think? I agree. Yeah. I agree too. I completely agree. I feel like terror is more of a story. It's mm-hmm. more of like- like it's the fool's journey it's the it's a whole story and then where are you on that journey and what's going on and you kind of have to like really put the pieces together and you have to use other cards sometimes like when I'm doing a reading on one of my lives and a card comes out and it doesn't really fit the flow of the other cards that I pulled I'll I need further validation or I need further further information and I'll pull one or two more cards to get information on that one card so it's kind of like and you really have to intuitively it could never you could just keep pulling cards yeah. pulling cards pulling cards pulling cards you have to determine okay when when does it feel complete when is when yeah. is when are we wrapping it up a lot of times especially if somebody's pulling a little bit on the heavier side a little bit on the more quote unquote negative side and then I pull some outcome cards and they they end up you know like okay if you do all these things that spirits suggesting that you do and you move out of this place let's take a look the outcome I'll always try to end on a more positive note I'm never going to end on a ten of swords I'm never going to end on a three of swords I'm never going to end on a tower you know what I mean but you could keep going whereas like you said with oracle cards it's like all wrapped up in a perfect little complete package and but they always hit they always always hit yeah Yeah. always And, and not even like sometimes it's just by you know the little saying at the bottom but they almost always are accompanied by this really nice long message and sometimes it's nice to just get in that way they can be kind of like tarot when you get if you're just looking at the message on the bottom and you can kind of put it to whatever but I think the messages that they come with are so powerful and they're so complete and it's sometimes it's nice to not have to do a puzzle in my head and be like what is what is that associating with is it right now or am I gonna look back on this later and be like there it is yeah and they're they're always going to be more positive too. You know, Oracle are always going to be, it's like the nice sibling of tarot. You know, where tarot, it's not that tarot is necessarily mean, but tarot allows you to really like get deep with what what's really going on. It's not so much about the message, but it helps you figure out what's this, what's this person's block? What are they struggling right now? What what are their relationships look like? It just allows you to dive deeper, I think. Tarot can uh, really read you sometimes. Just or well, that nice little here you here, here's your message. You're doing your best. Keep going. And tarot's like, the oracle validates the tarot reading. Oh my god. Like oh that. right. Oh, yeah. Spirit will really come through with that. I feel like the oracle's kind of like the cherry on top of the reading a lot of times. I like to do that at the end of a reading just to kind of bring home the message. Yeah. And I think it's really important to, like me, I got really overwhelmed with tarot. And I know that there's 
a lot of creators on TikTok that have their way of doing things and have their way of reading and have their, and they're very dead set on those ways of doing things. And I think that a lot of times people are afraid to learn because they're afraid that they're going to do it wrong. Mm. And I really don't think that there is really a way to do it wrong. As long as you're leading with ethics and integrity, I really don't think there is a way to do it wrong. I think like there's even some creators that get really on people about how they shuffle, you know, if they're not, if they're not pulling, if they're not shuffling and pulling from the top and doing a spread, it's not correct. Well, there's a lot of amazing readers on TikTok or wherever that do the flying cards and they don't do spreads and they just read as the cards come out and that's okay too. So how you practice whatever it is, but especially with tarot is uniquely yours Mm -hmm. and don't get intimidated by what other people are doing or what other people are saying, like do truly what feels right to you. And, you know, even my mentor told me if you get a card and you're not really sure how it fits in and you're not really sure the meaning of it, or you're not very comfortable, then don't read it. Like move, pull another card. It doesn't have to be as serious as people make it out to be, especially if you're using psychism to just, and you're using the cards as a tool. I think it's okay. And I think people get scared. They're like, Oh, I don't want to do it wrong. Or what if I don't know all the meanings of the cards or what if blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about it. Just have fun with it. It's supposed you know, tarot started as a game. It was literally a card game. Anything can be divination, literally Mm -hmm. anything. We talked about this in the last episode. So don't overthink it, but I know it's hard and it's people have their way of doing things, but that's with anything in life. I am so tired of these people, especially on TikTok. And I, I guess I didn't notice a lot of this before because TikTok is just so immediate and there's, we're connected to so many more people we don't know in other places of the world that have longer history with these sorts of things because it's, it's way deeper in their heritage than us in America. However, it is so unfair to keep coming at people and telling everyone that everything they do is wrong. Everything they say is wrong. And it's, or like, you know, you mispronounce this. So you're, you're an idiot or these poor little, they call them baby witches. And they I like, them just, I am thrilled if someone asks me my opinion or on something or is like, oh, can I ask you, how do you pr- pronounce this? And I've done that with so many friends because I do it alone. When I do it alone, I'm reading things. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I wonder how you say that. And a lot of times I'll take to Google or I'll, and I'll look up. Um, I mean, I always, do this I look up the history of things first but then I also will look up its pronunciation but the internet is it doesn't always have it correctly because we're still looking at like American language pronunciation and even I just I think when you are talking with other people and someone is interested in your craft how hard is it to be kind and be like I oh thank you for listening to me let me you know I this is how I say it I realize other people say it this way take it as you want here's the history of it this is why I do it this way enough. I'm so for people, I, I hope people who are listening that do that, knock it off. I hope people that have it being done to them don't feel so scared and ashamed because those people are being mean. Those people are gatekeeping. Yeah. And we those all start somewhere. Yep. We all literally yeah. start somewhere. Yep. Yes. You cannot be, I mean, I think people are advanced in it. People can't 
be professionals in it. You can't. There's all if you're always learning. There's always new things. There's endless possibilities with tarot with these tools. And you know, you can read and research all you want, but you're not a professional and you're just being mean. Yeah. And you you don't know what you could have done to affect someone who was interested and idolized you. They liked what you have to say. And you just turned them away because you couldn't be nice for a second. Right. Yeah. There's That's a lot of what that. I gotta say. Yeah, I agree. Um, you can tell I'm pretty pissed about that shit. It's awful and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's so I, I saw this this one. I'll look her up and I'll give her credit. Because this one girl on TikTok, I mean, she did she wrote a memoir of her journey into witchcraft. And she one of the things she most recently talked about was how much she really loves Samhain. And she addressed, she was like, for anyone new here. I have I've also called it Samhain or you know the other pronunciations that are not correct and it's it's fine to learn here and I was just like thank you for being so kind like she she's an an author and she's been an author for years in in this type of craft and I just thought it was so nice to see someone be like hey I see you like don't be afraid to ask questions and just because you heard me say it this way and you're like oh fuck like I'm I'm such an idiot I can't believe I've said it that way we all make mistakes and you can learn right. and you know if, if it means something to you then keep going do your research look it up and see why it means something to you I mean the way some mean. people treat others for doing the, their practice it's like are we is this much different than going to a church and being told right being judged yep. being judged it's, and, yep, right, and it's, it's never public. right sorry kiss my ass right. I, I read the way I read if you don't like it keep scrolling right. I don't really care what you think right. I really really don't right and we don't have to have a opinions on it i don't understand what the need to feel like you have to share your opinion is you don't have to yeah we could have a whole episode just on on that like i tell emily all the time especially so for this i'm really talking about tiktok because that's where like you said every the interweb everybody's connected from all over the world but it's like you will never ever catch me going on my tiktok and being the judge and juror no. of what other people are doing no nope. ever or being passive whether, aggressive right. whether i agree with it or not right you it is not my place nope. it's mm-hmm. not it has nothing to do with me nope. and i think too like yeah are there some unethical readers on tiktok sure there's unethical people everywhere, everywhere. literally right. everywhere and it's like i've come across one in my life that i was very close to and you know i thank god for her every day because she showed me what not to do right mm-hmm. and that's and i appreciate that because I needed that that awakening in and of itself and it's like so if people are getting caught up in these readers that you deem as not ethical maybe that's where they need to be right now because maybe there's something to be learned and there's a lesson there right so who are you to get on TikTok and say what other people should or shouldn't be doing and and they're this and they're that I'm not standing up for the scammers at all but what I'm saying is is just mind like stay in your lane yep mind your business stay in your lane yep that everybody stay in your fucking lane right i mean and trust me the people that are on there actually scamming people and doing harm and saying awful stuff karma will come yes. back for them uh-huh. let the, oh yeah the universe handle that right let 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 the universe take that right. why do you have to why do you want to why do you want to carry that don't <laughs> carry that then you've got to now you gotta walk around all day being all pissed off because priscilla who's got carrie's face is <laughs> on tiktok yeah, and you going, hey, I have a message for you. Hey, Red Rising. Right. 
dollars and I'll read like get get out of here Priscilla I laugh at you I send Carrie and I go hey look nice to meet you right (laughs) but move on just move on yep I agree so starting with this episode we're going and going forward we're going to end each episode with a collective pool for everybody right so the first one Carrie you're gonna do it for us right yep I have my cards I just pulled them all right go ahead Carrie okay I am using tarot today for the collective reading so the first card that came flying out which did not surprise me at all because I feel like as a collective we're all going through this transformation that may feel a little bit rough and we're kind of being forced to really look and take like a deep dive into our own selves so the eight of swords comes out which does not surprise me it's all about what limits are you putting on yourself how are you holding yourself back how are you restraining literally restraining yourself from accomplishing your desires your goals and I think that that's something that we're all kind of reflecting on right now and it's like as soon as we're able to release ourselves from the impossible standards or the ways that we we just kind of put a straight jacket on all it is that we're able to accomplish all of these beautiful cards come out so there's two cards here that represent equal energy exchanges so two of cups and the six of pentacles so what people are you allowing into your life are you allowing help are you allowing other people to kind of step in and relieve some of that stress and anxiety from you these limiting beliefs are you surrounding yourself with people that encourage you that support you that's going to be play a big hand you need other people you can't be the lone wolf you have to allow others to kind of come in and help you where you need help even if it's just somebody to listen to you while you vet whatever that is have a cheerleader somebody that respects you that loves you that wants to see you succeed and then once you allow these people in the empress comes out so the empress is like what are what are we birthing into creation now that we've kind of released all this baggage that we've been holding on to and we've allowed these amazing people to step in and help us now we're ready for this project now we're ready to tackle now we're ready to really tune in to the creative side of us and then what I love 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 is after that is the Hereford so you kind of climbed this this mountain this journey it hasn't been easy and now you're able to help other people you're able to lead other people you're able to guide other people through the same trials and tribulations and then the last card is the sun so that is your calling your calling is to really dig deep to go after your goals so that you can help other people do the same and that is what's going to bring you this ultimate happiness and fulfillment so whatever it is that you're working on or whatever it is that you're struggling with I feel like this spread is all about keep it going keep pushing forward by doing so not only are you going to help yourself but you're going to help other people in the process and whether this comes in the form of mentorship or just in your personal life it's going to be extremely rewarding because they say the sun is the happiest card in the deck and that was the outcome so that's what i have beautiful beautiful love that well guys that's it for this week on tarot and oracle and as the weeks go on we're gonna have a ton more to say about it but that's fun yeah yeah anyway so thank you again for tuning in and you can find us on tiktok and instagram at team spirit podcast emily and carrie go live on tiktok and you can find emily at enchanted mystic by mk and carrie at clarity by cam thanks again and we'll see you next time bye